this is this is the known unknowns podcast i'm carly and i'm harry welcome is this your first time i hope not that'd be weird it would be yeah who starts a podcast in the middle of people will their run people will just like listen to the most recent episode all right that's true well like, our topics are kind of all over like, the place so. they're like one of our topics they're like interested in and they're just like listening to every podcast episode on that particular topic oh that's true never mind you're not weird stay should keep listening we like you weirdos yeah <laughs> i like ya. okay good um so how have you been this week carly i'm good you're tired I'm That's really sleepy today. Yeah, I'm sleepy. I was outside a lot yesterday, and so my body's just tired. Yeah, out in the sun. It was so nice. It's. I mean, it's been a nice weekend here. Yeah, it has. In Chicago. In Chicago. That was me yawning, everyone. <laughs> just in case you didn't believe her when she said she was sleepy. Yeah. It's a little bit of proof. Well, I don't like coffee, so I can't just drink that. You I know? feel you. <laughs> so yeah so what's happening oh, what are we doing here uh we're we're talking about the w- w- weird stuff okay who went first last week i think that you did so i can go first this time if you would like sure what so do you have any updates on anything because i don't think i do i didn't prepare anything to talk about I think the Pentagon just uh, declassified or released a bunch of like paper, like UFO stuff. stuff. Yeah, UFO stuff. Yeah, I, I saw haven't that. looked at it. I've been a bad journalist this week. I should look at it. Yeah, I saw that they did that, and then I didn't look at it. Mm-hmm. Something I... about the TikTok, Tic Tac. Oh. Case. Yeah. The thing that I... looks like a tick. I'm assuming because I've read a UFO case where they're like it looked like Tic Tacs flying in the air. So I assume it's that one. Okay. Because said something about a Tic Tac. Yeah, I, I, I have no idea. I just saw headlines and tweets about it. Yeah. Um, so maybe we'll talk about that next week if we look into it. <laughs> yeah. If we remember to look into it next week, we will. Um, anything else new with you? I got my new laptop. Harry got his new laptop. You can finally stop hearing about Harry and his laptop. Yeah, it's nice. Except now you get to hear me talk about how much I love my new laptop. Yeah, it's very pretty. It's silver this time. I know. It's beautiful, and I love her more than I loved any human being. Yeah. I bought a label maker like five minutes ago, <laughs> but I, because we used to have one when I was a kid, one that printed out like labels, and right. it was the best thing in the world to play with. I bet. Because I didn't have anything else to play with, <laughs> and everyone else got their phones. I was like, look at my label maker from... Like the early 2000s that my dad has. The ink is out, but it'll still like... I'll print out a little slip of paper. a slip of paper you can stick on stuff. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> so I wanted one of those, but they're kind of expensive. And I realized that the ones that emboss the label on it mm-hmm. um, are cheaper. Okay. Much cheaper mm-hmm. and lasts longer, and all you have to do is buy the tape for it. You don't have to buy ink for it mm, too, right. and, and you get less fonts and stuff, obviously. But 
you know. I mean, you can get the tape in like pretty colors and stuff. Yeah, you can too. get the tape in pretty so colors, and it's yeah, yeah, yeah. So I bought I one the, of those. I for think like, the embossed ones look cooler. Yeah, so I'm gonna start labeling stuff. <laughs> All right. So oh. you always know where you are. Yeah, I really like are. labels. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm cool okay. with that. All right. Well, that's all I have. All right. Enough. Enough with the. Enough with the bullshit. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Tell us your story this week. Okay. So, here we go. I'm ready. So I'm stretching out. He's popping his neck. Yeah, I know. Uh, you hate it. I do. Uh. Okay. So, in 1735, in the city of Inverness, Scotland, a call was put out for brave people to journey to the New World and found a new settlement. They'd be settler, settler soldiers, uh, expanding the frontier of the British colony of Georgia and defending it from the Spanish colonizers in Florida. Um, in January of 1736, 177 men, women, and children arrived in America at the mouth of the Altamaha River with all the things they'd need to build and defend a new city. Uh, things like seeds, livestock, tools, guns, and cannons. But it seems they brought something else with them, too. Something mysterious and strange that they had no idea was accompanying them across the ocean. You see, Inverness lies near the shores of a famous lake in Scotland, home to tales of a famous and elusive monster, the Loch Ness Monster. Are you talking about the Loch Ness Monster? Cut forward okay. a little less than 100 years to April 18, 1830. The town originally founded as New Inverness in Georgia is now called Darien. Captain Delano of the schooner Eagle was sailing off the coast of St. Simon's Island near the mouth of the Altamaha River when he saw something in the water that he could only determine to be a sea monster. He described what he saw to a correspondent from the Savannah Georgian newspaper, and they published a story four days later. He re uh, the story quote from it is, He repeated the particulars precisely, describing the animal he saw as being about 70 feet long and its circumference about that of a sugar hogshead, moving with its head, shaped like an alligator's, about eight feet out of the water. Um... A hogshead is a like type of big barrel. So oh, so like a you said sugar hogshead, like a sugar barrel. I guess I don't know. This is what the captain said. Sugar barrel, like a big barrel with sugar. I don't know. You don't know. I mean, I a hogshead is a type of big barrel. Okay. I don't know. I was gonna ask, what's that? Yeah, it's like a. So he saw a big thing out there, uh, cap near the coast of Georgia. Captain Delano wasn't the only person to have seen the thing that day. Mm -hmm. uh, his crew of five other men all saw the same thing, and several workers planting crops on St. Simon's Island uh, said that they saw something big moving around near the coastline that day, too, though they hadn't gotten a good look and couldn't identify it. Mm. Mm -hmm. uh, this creature would come to be known as the Altamahaha, what <laughs> over the years? It's a dumb name. Or Alti for short. Alti. Alti Mahaha. I like Alti Mahaha. Okay, we can call it that. <laughs> Alright. Um Alti uh Alti could have hardly picked a better home for an aquatic home for an aquatic cryptid. Uh the Altamaha 
The Altamaha River, from which it takes its name, is 137 miles long. Why is it called the Altamaha? Uh, well, the the river is called the Altamaha River. I don't know why it's called the Altamaha. Okay. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the Altamaha River, uh, from which it takes its name, is 137 miles long and only crossed by five bridges. It twists and turns its way through dense old-growth forests, fields, and sparsely populated countryside. Uh, It almost entirely remains in its original natural state. Where it meets the Atlantic Ocean, it flows through abandoned rice paddies and meets up with many other smaller networks of streams that wind around and through the wetlands and dozens of islands that that litter the river's mouth. Um, So, sightings of the Altamaha... Altamaha... Altimaha have continued uh, from the 19th century to the present day. Um, in the 1920s, a crew of loggers moving timber downstream said they saw Alti swimming near them. In 1935, a pair of hunters described something long and huge in the river. In the 1940s, a troop of Boy Scouts on a hike spotted it, and in the 1950s, a pair of Guards from Reedsville State Prison um, near the river said that they also saw the monster in it. So it's just a big, big creature. It's a big creature that lives like in the in the river in like the wetlands near like. So we're not talking about the Loch Ness. No, we're not talking about the Loch Ness monster. Why'd you bring up the Loch Ness monster? Well, because the people who originally founded this town they came from Inverness, which is right near Loch Ness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like. I think they just like big sea creatures. Could be. I think they're paranoid from (laughs) the Loch Ness Monster. Well, in 1969, when two brothers were fishing on the Altamaha River at Clark's Bluff, they reported seeing an animal that they first thought was a sturgeon, but quickly changed their mind when they got a better look, um, stating that it measured about 10 to 12 feet long with a snout like an alligator and a horizontal tail. They also described the creature as having a triangular ridge along the top of its body, sharp pointed teeth, and being gunmetal gray in color. Mm. Um, in the summer of 1980... What's gunmetal gray? Oh, uh, like a dark gray color, I think. But, okay. Dark <laughs> um, gray. Let me see. Or, like, gunmetal gray. Let's see. Yeah, it's just like, just gray. <laughs> but why? Why do they call it gunmetal? That's, I guess, just what they call that particular shade of gray. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I mean, I guess it's shiny. I don't know. A so? little bit shiny. It's just gray. All right. It's well, just a gray. Like it's very typical gray, though. It's like a very like mid-toned yeah. gray. Not like light gray. Not dark gray. It's very it's just a gray. Cool term for like middle gray. Gray. Or just gray. You just can just gray. call it gray. All right. They, it was. It was gray. In color. Uh, in the summer of 1980... Oh, I already said that. No. In the summer of 1980, two men reportedly saw Altamaha stranded on a mud bank near Cathead Creek. Uh, they reported that the animal was lying halfway in the water, thrashing and trying to free itself from the bank. They described it as being dark-colored with rough skin and about 20 feet long. While watching, the creature freed itself, submerged, and disappeared. What? <laughs> you made a face. I'm just thinking about big sea creatures. Mm-hmm. 
then that winter, in December of 1980, newspaper publisher Larry Gwynn reported that he and some friends had seen Altamahaha in lakes in Smith Lake while fishing for eels. His, Who fishes for eels? Uh, this okay. I don't know. People in Georgia. Do people eat eel? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, his description said that the animal was 15 to 20 feet long, snake-like, with two brown humps that protruded from the water Ew. and left behind a wake like that of a speedboat. So a long snake. How fat with is the humps. snake? Um, like fat? Well, in 2002, a man near Brunswick, Georgia, was towing a boat, and he said he saw something that was 20 feet long and 6 feet wide break the water where he was going so oh my God, that's, that's like, really wide it's a wide as you I know. like not you wide, <laughs> but like as wide as your height i am perfectly spherical <laughs> <laughs> i am six <laughs> feet high and six feet wide you're not six foot tall though no i'm not I'm what are you about like five, five eleven five eleven maybe five ten i'm five oh, ten God, like every other better than you are tall i know man <laughs> how do people gauge like that was 20 feet wide i have no idea i would just go it was really long and then i'd be like well take like from the end of this room to the end of the the same room well <laughs> here's one room or like the end of this room to the end well, of I guess that if you room know, over there if you know how lo how big that room is then yeah that's easy that's true i guess but I no one know. says oh it was definitely 20 feet long because I yeah. don't know what 20 feet looks like uh, at well, all. So is like, this 20 feet? Our room? Th uh, no, that's it's less than 20 feet. Probably like 15. If that. No, I bet it's like... 10? Yeah, some, probably more like 10. I don't know. 11? But yeah, a foot is smaller than you think. It's like this big. Yeah, but I've, I always feel like 6 feet is smaller than you think, too. Hmm. Well, you should lay on the ground... Okay. And see well, how okay. many of you can fit so on the floor. So I'm about as long as the bed, right? Uh, yeah. And so if we just... I think two beds could fit? Uh, I don't think it's quite that big. <laughs> mm, I think two beds could fit. I, I think it's like 12 really, feet. I feel like it's like maybe... Okay. They don't care. Anyway. Okay. anyway. So like two of <laughs> this room, we'll say. Oh, if it's, yeah, that would be long. So double and then I guess as wide as I am tall. Ew. Harry, mm -hmm. you hate snakes. What if you saw that in the water? <laughs> I would I would not be happy. You'd probably die. <laughs> You'd see it and then run away yeah. and leave me behind. Probably for you to be eaten, eaten alive. Yeah. One time there was a fire on the train and Harry got up and everyone was like, there's fire. Like it blew up. Because <laughs> like one of the car train cars like blew up and caught on fire or something, something like that. <laughs> And then Harry, like, jumped up, ran out of the train car. Everyone was, like, trying to pile out of this train car. Harry leaps up, runs out of the train car. I didn't. Then looks mm. back and sees I'm still sitting down. And then he, like, pushes through everyone to come back. And then I he didn't. grabs me. <laughs> that That's not exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm pretty, I saw people running by and I got up. But I, as I got up, I... I said, like, come on, or run to you, or something. I did not hear that. I, I know you didn't hear it, and then I, I didn't leave the train car. I got to the door. Okay, yeah, he I, got to the door. And then I realized you weren't behind me, and then I came back and got you. 
I just sat there. I know. I was like sitting saw, with like wide eyes. I you was saw like, like dozens of people like running fast. Everyone was running towards the door. I wasn't going to get out. Okay. All it right. was all jammed. Everyone was like crowded, crowded at the exit. So I'm like, I can't get out. So I got to wait till it clears. I don't. Okay. I don't think that you were thinking that much. Yeah. Huh? You were. Well, you didn't say that at the time. You said that you were just like frozen. Yeah, I was. Okay. Also frozen, thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, I was probably just frozen. It all happened so fast. I just mm-hmm. kind of sat there. I was like, what's happening? Oh, it all happened so fast. So I didn't leave you for forever. You did. you did leave me forever. And then after I thought about it, I'm like, oh my God, he totally left up and ran off without I, me. I said something to you. I remember saying, <laughs> but I said it too quietly because I didn't want to scream, run, in a tr- crowded train car. He was probably like... Probably. Run. Like, just, uh, like, from that song, the meme song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Run. yeah. Run. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how the, what it uh, sounds like after that. Me or before either. that. Mm. Oh, okay, so keep talking oh, about the big snake. The big snake. Um, so in 2010, someone posted on YouTube, like, a shaky video of something, like, Ooh. surfacing in the river. And then, like, it, like, splashes up a little bit down and it's it looks like gray or gray and brown kind of in color and is it hurting anyone big no i've never heard anything about it hurting anyone people better not try to hurt this thing (laughs) because it's not hurting anyone yeah it's not like it's eating people or attacking people like the kraken (laughs) like what are you picking at my foot oh sorry i shouldn't do that on the podcast yeah they're gonna hear it Oh my god. (laughs) When I'm really tired, I'm very cranky and I don't want to hear you picking at your toe. (laughs) Continue. Okay. (laughs) Um, I'm not cutting that out. They're going to know you pick at your toes. Good. I want to be honest. They deserve to know. (laughs) Okay, keep going. Uh, Anyway, the video... I wrote at least 20 feet long here, but I have no idea how big it is. It just looked cool. big in the video. Okay. It's like, and it seems to have at least one hump. I don't know, maybe two. It's okay. hard to tell what's what. That could, like, a couple of, like, lumps sort of come out of the water. And it could be, like, a head and a hump, two humps. That's true, a head and a hump. Or I have two They're different sea things. camels. Two sea cows? They're sea camels. Oh, sea camels. Because yeah. people say they have like humps yeah, instead right. of like spikes. Mm-hmm. Humps. Humps. They're yeah. sea camels. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I know. Think the whatever haha is a sea camel. It could be. It could be a sea camel. Um, then in 2018, there was Ooh. like a little bit of a there's a little bit of a hubbub um, where people thought that they'd found like remains of the creature in like a state park or something or like a nature preserve um but it turned out to have been just a um like it it was made of just like a stuffed shark and like paper mache and it was put there by some like local performance artist (laughs) (laughs) to i guess create a stir i don't know Mm. yeah um anyway Mm. so couldn't it just be a like an alligator with a really long tail or like a crocodile with a really long tail so could be. I mean, people like people say that like people who've seen it say like it 
they they they've seen those things and they can tell the difference when something's a crocodile I believe or alligator and when it isn't. There's definitely weird sea creatures we don't know about. Um, descriptions of the creature have varied over the years. Well, yeah, because they have babies. Well, obviously, so yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. Ones and different ones, and yeah. So like <laughs> Captain Delano, like in the 1830s, when he saw it and was like, it's said it was 70 feet long. He probably saw like a grown-up one, and mm-hmm. then these people who are, oh man, I bet that they, because the, a lot of the smaller like you know people more recently have been saying it's like you know twenty feet ish or something. They're babies, and those are the babies, and the and like a lot of those, I feel like more of those have been like up in the river, so it like it spawns like in the river, and the babies live there, and then they come down to the ocean when they're grown-ups. Aww, yeah. It's really cute. It They're is. not hurting anyone. I hope they don't try to, like, capture this thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're not harming anyone. I know they're not. Mm. Mm, it's I mean... my BBC camels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, you know, the color is usually, it's either gray or, like, brownish gray or greenish gray or some somethingish gray, generally. Usually just gray or brownish gray. Yeah. Um, then it always has, like, Sometimes it has, sometimes people say it's like spotted. It's got like a little bit, a little dappled, I Cute. guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has, people say it has big sharp teeth. Um, Wait, it, where is this at? It's in Georgia, like southeast Georgia. It's like um, near. Can we go look for it? I really want to see a big sea creature. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's a, it's like a, yeah, a river that goes down to the coast of Georgia, meets the Atlantic Ocean. And it's like, just like a couple of counties north of Florida. That's where it is. Cool. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, some people describe it as like um, an enormous snake or like the world's longest eel, somebody said. Yeah. But then others like, others like say it's got a little bit of a body, like, you know, it has a hump or two humps or like it seems to look like something like a cross between an alligator and a camel. And a, dolphin i was gonna say but <laughs> or like an alligator an eel and a dolphin i don't know and a camel or i don't know everyone's getting this wrong it's obviously a freaking sea camel <laughs> i i i some illustrations i've seen like it looks a lot like a plesiosaurus but without like the back fins and like a real a longer oh, tail okay like one of those mm-hmm, yeah i know what you're talking about mm-hmm. i don't but it depends hmm. i don't know I mean, yeah, you're probably right, and it is just like sightings of like other, other animals like out in the ocean. Sure, it's just a big just like animal. Dolph, probably like just dolphins or whales that people saw from like a weird angle or a weird grouping. Probably. Um, or for the one the sightings like up the river, it's more. Is anyone like in the water and they see it underneath them? That's uh, more realistic than like seeing it from afar. Oh, I, I know people. I I saw it. Somebody said that they were like in a boat and it like dove underneath and like whacked the bottom of the boat with its tail. I don't know from how far away it dove in, but apparently. I trust that. Yeah. Uh, I didn't, I don't know who that was, but I didn't really get a source. But it was like, um, up. So, but in the rivers, it's most likely that it's people are seeing an alligator gar which is a huge river-dwelling fish that looks, like, just as terrifying as anything. 
Like it's got like oh, big, yeah. horrible teeth, and it's oh. like really long. It's kind of weird. Those things are huge. I know they're like as big or bigger than a person. Yeah, that's yeah. probably more <laughs> like it. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I think it's interesting how um, a a river in Georgia has like its own version of the Loch Ness monster mm-hmm. that has endured from like the original like settlers of that place who like because they came from scotland basically um but i mean it's probably also the legend has helped been helped along by the fact that um the local native american tribe from that area the tama people also had a tale about a a massive roaring sea serpent with razor sharp teeth like and stuff i don't know just a big Mm. river or big river slash sea monster. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's an interesting coincidence. Remember Chance the Snapper? Isn't that what it was called? Chance the Oh yeah, Chance the Snapper. Isn't that the crocodile yeah. or? It was either I don't remember if it was a crocodile or an alligator, but it got in like, the Chicago that got in, loose in, in a uh, lake or something. Yeah, I think in Garfield Park. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it didn't get loose. It was someone's pet. They Garfield? think. No, I think it was Humboldt Park. Right. Yeah, I think it was Humboldt and Park. The, and the like lagoon or they think it was someone's pet who then they just let them go once it got a little bigger yeah he wasn't that big Mm -hmm. but once he got too big they think they like set him free in the lake (laughs) makes sense i think they yeah they called him chance the snapper right i know yeah that's what that's funny calling it it was funny i think that's really good it was a good time when he was around about him a lot Mm -hmm. i hope he's doing okay (laughs) yeah he was really cute he was was, like not that big but he was like super cute (laughs) (laughs) he was very cute yeah he looked like he was having a good time yeah i want an alligator or a crocodile Uh, you do yeah, they're really cute, in my opinion. Okay. I guess the little ones, kind of. I'm scared of them. I don't like them. All right. Yeah, I don't want to get eaten by one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so, well, anyway, I was going to say that it's probably just a coincidence that the Native Americans had this, this story about a sea creature, and then, like, the European settlers who came there also had this story about a sea creature and stuff. Or is it? No. In the mid-1500s, a French artist named Jacques Lemoyne visited the Florida-Georgia coast. Uh, He was tasked with making accurate illustrations of the local flora and fauna that he came across. Mm -hmm. Um, He was was extremely successful at this. He, like, um, you know, everything he drew looked remarkably like its real-world counterpart and was, like, accurate for, like, the people back home. Um... Except for, uh, but with one notable exception, uh, his alligators didn't really look much like real alligators, or the things that he called alligators. Okay. Um, his alligators, like, heads were too big, their necks and bodies were too long, they had like weird lumps and like a But he said that's tail. what an alligator was? Mm-hmm. The, mm. the effect made them look less like any known reptile and more like some ancient unknown sea monster or sea or river serpent hmm. mm-hmm. that's weird it is weird who knows yeah could be out there yeah it could be so if you're ever in the on the altamaha river hmm. keep a lookout for old, good old alti altima altimahaha is that what it is <laughs> altimahaha yeah altimahaha i think so yeah altimaha 
Altamahaha. Yeah. Altamahaha. Yeah. I think like a nearby like town or county or uh, school made it their mascot or something. That's, That's cool. It is cool. Hmm. Mm-hmm. See, there there are a lot of sightings of it. Um, mostly since the 1960s, I think. But I mean, I read off a bunch of them before, too. Hmm. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, that's all. That's it. Oh, Your that turn. That's cool. I've never heard of that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. You want to get into mine then? Yeah, I'd love to. Are you ready? To. Yes. Do you know anything about my topic? I, you've, you've told me about it before. I oh. Know. That's about what I know. Okay. Well, hopefully I can... I don't know. Hopefully it's interesting. No, I mean, you haven't told me much in depth. You okay. just told me that it exists. Okay. <laughs> so I'm doing the story of Robert the Doll. Ooh. Ooh Robert. Robert. Did we okay. watch a movie about it or something? Or did we try to? Or did yeah, you watch a movie with someone once. else? Me and Maggie tried to once. Okay, right. Yeah. We couldn't find the documentary we were, we were looking for, like the movie we were looking for. Mm. Um, okay, ready? Yeah. Okay. So Robert is 111 years old and lives in the Fort East Martello Martello Museum in Key West, Florida. Before that, he was the property of Robert Eugene Otto, an eccentric artist and member of a prominent Key West family. Hmm. And the doll's name was Robert, and the person who owned it, his name is Robert. Okay. So it's like named after Yeah, named he it named after it after him. himself. But they call, like, the boy Robert answered to Gene. Wait. Oh. So okay. his name was Robert, but his like name, he had, But he, oh, okay. Like, like his, he went by Gene. Okay. Like the, the real guy. The, the guy real who guy went it. by Gene. Not the dog one. No, not the, the doll, doll went, went by, by Robert. <laughs> yeah. So whenever I say Gene or Otto, it's the boy. Okay. And I say Robert, mm-hmm. it's the doll. Got it. But they're both named Robert. Got it. Okay. Copy that. <laughs> okay. Robert was a childhood... Okay, so there's two stories to this. Two two stories. And, you don't uh, say. So Robert was either a childhood birthday gift from his grandfather, who... Um, from Otto's or Jean's grandfather, who bought the doll during a trip to Germany. Okay. Um... Or some people say it was a gift from one of the family, like, servants, mm-hmm. and she put a voodoo curse on the doll because he was misbehaving, and that's why she gave it to him. Uh-oh. But I don't really buy that. I uh-huh. buy more his grandpa got it from Germany. Yeah, that seems more likely. Just because of some of the details. Okay. Um, it said made in Germany on the foot. <laughs> no. No. Okay. I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure, actually. Anyway. It could have been from, I don't know. Those are the two stories. Okay. Um, so a quote from Corey Convertito, curator of the museum that Robert uh, stays at and Robert's current caretaker, okay. Robert the doll. Quote, what people really remember is what they would probably term as an unhealthy relationship with the doll. Mm. He brought it everywhere. He talked about it in, its, in the first person as if he weren't a doll he was robert as if he was as as in he is a live living entity mm-hmm. so at first i was like that's not that weird that a little boy carries because this doll is a life size boy doll like it was oh. the same like height as him it's oh, huge wow. <laughs> it's like pretty big okay it's like the size of a boy right 
So he like lugged it around. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not that weird. Right. Yeah. But Good. he kept it into his adulthood. Okay. But you'll see. I mean, you, you tr- we, we treat our stuffed animals like they're people. Like, that's true. Like they have true. thoughts and feelings. Yeah, that's true. After some digging, the museum traced Robert the doll's origins to the Stife or Steef Company, uh, the same toy maker that first manufactured a teddy bear in honor of Theodore Roosevelt. Mm. Um, so Robert was most likely never intended to be sold as a toy, okay. which I think is interesting. That's, that is interesting. Yeah. A Stife historian told the museum that Robert was probably part of a set fabricated for a window display of mm. clowns or jesters. Ah, interesting. Oh, so does Robert look like a clown? No. Oh, he just looks like a boy. Yes. A so boy. he wears a little sailor suit, ah. but he didn't come with the sailor suit. Oh, okay. Robert's sailor suit is was not supplied by the company. It was an outfit that Gene wore as a kid. Oh, so okay. Gene put him in his clothes. In his clothes okay. It fit him. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, which I think is really cute. <laughs> it is cute. Yeah. <laughs> and like Robert holds a little stuffed animal of like a puppy dog. Aw. Because I don't know that they gave him that to hold. Uh-huh. Um, the autos and their servants would often hear Gene in his bedroom having conversations with himself in two entirely different voices. Uh-oh. Furthermore, the autos would wake up in the middle of the night to Gene's screaming, only to find the frightened boy in bed surrounded by overturned furniture. Uh-oh. And this happened a lot. Like, oh. all the furniture in his room was just, like, flipped over. <laughs> Um, so his parents would get mad and then Gene would say, Robert did it. Hmm. Yeah. And he always said, Robert messes up my bedroom. Robert like throws things. Hmm. And, um, soon after mutilated toys and mysterious happenings. I don't know what that means. Would appear in the home. Oh, only to have Gene proclaim each time Robert did it. (laughs) He, and then he would, like, cry to his parents, like, Robert does these things. And then they'd be like, shut up, Gene. Okay. Clean it up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But sounds... then he'd be like, Robert, Robert is doing this. Okay. Creepy. I mean. So though the autos didn't quite believe Gene, it was reported that they could hear the eerie sound of Robert giggling around the house. Hmm. And a passerby even claimed to see a small doll moving from window to window. Robert was eventually moved to the attic because oh. they all hated it so much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was causing mischief and stuff. Where he remained for a number of years. Okay. As an adult, Gene lived in a stately home he called the Artist House, where Robert could be seen positioned at the upstairs window. So he cool. kept Robert uh-huh. into did, his adulthood. Uh, sorry, uh, did weird happenings keep happening after Robert got put in the attic? I think so. They could hear him giggling and running around in the attic. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they like locked him in the attic, Hmm. and then they could hear him like giggling and like running around. Weird. Mm Mm-hmm. That's that's creepy. Yeah. That's not what. I don't like that. Yeah. Um. So, school children swore that uh, he would appear and reappear, and they avoided the house. In like the little attic window, he would like move around. Apparently. (laughs) 
Uh, so Gene inherited his family's Key West mansion after his parents passed. Okay. Uh, at which time Robert the doll returned to his old bedroom. Gene's hmm. turret, turret room on the second floor. By then, Gene had been working as an artist, and local folklore insists that Gene would spend his days alone in his mansion painting with uh, his doll, Robert. All right. Yeah. Uh, Gene eventually married... And many tales of his wife's disdain for Robert. I thought you were going to say he eventually married Robert. Oh, no. <laughs> Robert, a woman named Anne. Oh, okay. And then she apparently did not like Robert. Oh, okay, sure. Because, like, he would also, like, sleep in bed with them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. After Gene died... Uh, the house was put up for sale by his wife, Anne, mm-hmm. and in the lease, it stated that Robert must remain the sole occupant of the attic room, because she didn't want to make him mad. Okay, but, oh, she didn't like him, but she she believed that he was up to miss, up to no good. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I mean, They're I pretty, because the, the doll would just do, like, evil things. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess, like... The more you know him, probably the less you like him, mm-hmm. I would think. Yeah. You, you dislike him whether you know him or not. Mm-hmm. Which I think is just a super weird thing that in the lease, it's like this doll has to, <laughs> this is, is his room. Yeah. And that then like weird. you buy the house and you obey that, like weird. <laughs> that is weird. Um, so eventually people rented out the house for a while, which I was confused because it says she sold it. Uh-huh. But I think she like, re- I don't know. Like so she, she just, rented she it rented out it. for a while. Oh, that makes sense if there's a lease. Right. Oh, right. But they moved out eventually because they could hear running around and laughing in the attic at night and they didn't Ooh. like it. Um, and when they would go check up on the doll, mm-hmm. he had moved from one side of the attic to the other end of the attic. Weird. So they did not like it and they left. Mm-hmm. Conflicting rumors surfaced, some alleging that Jean's wife died from insanity after locking Robert <laughs> in the attic, <laughs> while others report that Jean died when Robert with Robert by his side. Hmm. Um, today... Jean's residence uh, operates as a bed and breakfast called the Artist House, and visitors can even stay in the old bedroom that Robert and Jean shared. Cool. So, uh, I'm pretty sure... Okay, yeah. So, Robert the Doll now lives at the Fort East Martello Museum in Key West, Florida, where Mm -hmm. some believe his hair color and his soul are both slowly fading. Mm. Um, (laughs) Just like a human. Yeah. Oh, wait. (laughs) That is not the paragraph I wanted to read next. Oh. So, Myrtle Router purchased the artist home after Otto's death in 1974. Okay. She purchased... Wait, she purchased... Uh, the the big mansion where Otto grew up, or Otto's house that he moved into when he. Well, I think it's the same thing. Oh, it is the same thing. They started yeah. calling. Okay, got it. Yeah, I think so. Um, and also became Robert's new caretaker. I was confused about the timelines. There's like different stories, so this could just be two stories. Like in okay, one. I don't know. Got it. So visitors swore they heard footsteps in the attic and giggling. And some claim Robert's expression changed when anyone would badmouth Otto in his presence. Oh. Uh, Router said Robert would move around the house on his own. And after 20 years of antics, I'm pretty sure, like, after Anne died. Mm-hmm. 
She donated it to the museum in 1994. Okay, makes sense. She did not like this doll, and it was evil, so she right. donated it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, since Robert arrived at the museum, mm-hmm. visitors have flocked to the museum to get a look at the mischievous toy. Uh, <laughs> he has appeared on TV shows. He has had his aura, aura, uh-huh. aura photographed. I don't know what that means. He is a stop on a ghost tour, and he inspired a horror movie. Nice. Uh, he has Wikipedia entry and social media accounts, <laughs> and fans can buy Robert replicas, books, coasters, and T-shirts, and they can and do write to him. Cool. They write to the doll. Yeah, well. Okay, so, quote, he gets probably one to three letters every day, says the, the curator and <laughs> current caretaker. Wow. Uh, but they aren't typical fan letters. They're often apology letters. Oh. So many visitors attribute post-visit misfortunes to failing to respect Robert oh. or even openly disrespecting him. And they write begging for forgiveness. Other ask him for advice or to hex those who have wronged them. <laughs> um, they've received about 1,000 letters, which they keep and catalog. Interesting. Um, so Robert also receives emails <laughs> and, at, and home, homages, home, homage, home, mm-hmm. I don't know. at some point, <laughs> Robert's in the 21st century. Yeah. Uh, at some point it became known that Robert had a sweet tooth. So people leave and send him candy. Okay. Just recently he received a box containing eight bags of peppermints, a card and no return address. Exercise and caution, the museum staff does not consume treats sent to Robert. <laughs> well, sure, they're Roberts. Right. Uh, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, well, yeah, they're Roberts. Don't eat the freaking stuff. But they're like, no, it's dangerous. And I'm like, well, yeah, well it's not it's yours. Roberts. Guests leave him sweets, money, and occasionally joints. <laughs> so Robert. the curator lady is like, it's completely inappropriate. We are still a museum. No. I think it's funny. I think so. I don't really yeah. get it, but I think it's funny. <laughs> I know. I don't get it either. In the movie, does Robert toke up? I don't know. That's why I'm like, wait, why? <laughs> <laughs> why do they leave him joints? I think just to get on his good side. Sure. And I think in order to be allowed to take a picture of him, you have to ask him. Mm, okay. Or else you could, you know, have bad luck afterwards. I guess Gene was you. an artist. He, may, he might have. He might have partook in his life mm-hmm. with Robert. Yeah. Uh, Robert's caretaker, once a year, she administers a checkup, taking him out of the case and weighing him mm-hmm. to assess whether the humid Florida weather has adversely affected his straw-filled body. <laughs> he is also his, she is also his proxy, receiving and reading all his emails and letters and running his social media feeds. Occasionally, she responds on Robert's behalf. Oh. She tries to send something to every child who writes him. Quote, Gene always had that, like, had that childlike temperament around him, and we feel like Robert would want to be kind to children. Mm. End quote. Which does not go with the story. He, like, was not, like, he was friends with, you know, Gene, but also he would, like, throw furniture around. Yeah, I know. Apparently, he did, like, bad things. Right, yeah. So that's why I'm like, wait, what? Have make Jean get blamed for it. Yeah. And she has also responded to more uh, 
poignant ones, such as an email from a girl who is being bullied at school. So, okay. the, does she believe that the doll is uh, haunted? She quote, I quote from her. Okay. I don't know. I really don't. I've never had a bad experience with him. I've never felt uncomfortable. It's always been a very basic relationship, and I have a job to do, and I go and do it. And whether there's something to it or not, he uh, he just allows me to get on with my job. <laughs> well, that doesn't sound like the Robert I know. I know. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> but other people who are like, work there, claim to like, hear him moving around. Mm. Or people c- claim to like, see him moving himself in his uh-huh. little case. And then one guy said he went around the museum and took pictures of like, everything in the museum and he, when he got home his whole roll of film when he got it developed was all pictures of robert <laughs> <laughs> that's cool yeah that's fun and then one guy said that he tried without asking to take uh-huh. oh and he, they took he took his hat off oh he the took guy, Rob, took robert's hat off yeah oh, took okay. robert's hat off to take pictures and then the camera would not work oh. it would not take the dang picture so he put it down and then he put the hat back on robert and then as soon as he put the hat back on robert the camera went click 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 and took all the pictures <laughs> oh i think it's funny that is funny robert I, just wants to be respected yeah he does i think I robert like just it. wants to have some respect <laughs> honestly i bet he's pissed that he's in this museum probably he was supposed to have an attic bedroom mm-hmm no, he doesn't. Yeah. I want to believe that he was given to him, given to Gene by his grandfather. Yeah. But, I mean, it's both, there's both stories. You find both. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of, I, I, I think it's a more interesting story that it's like some weird German witchcraft rather than voodoo. Like yeah, weird... I feel like people are just being mean when they're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. They had black servants, so mm-hmm. obviously, you know, <laughs> right. this voodoo lady gave him a doll that was hexed, yeah. you know? You know, it's a, I guess you could argue that, like, she was, she was uh, giving them what they had coming. I don't know. But, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty weak argument. Anyway... I also, he was also like a really like rich little boy, uh-huh. so he could have just been really spoiled and he had this freaking doll mm-hmm. and then he would like have temper tantrums and then he would just blame everything on Robert. That's... And then the, the thing just kind of kept going and everyone was like, uh, this is creepy, I'm hearing things. Mm-hmm. But I want to believe that this doll is really haunted. I, what I think is that there is like a secret family or like secret children who live in the walls of the mansion and those are the like giggling and like footsteps steps that people heard and like the causing mischief and stuff and then like they're the people they like they move the doll around to make it seem like it's the doll doing the stuff rather than the secret kids in the walls Mm -hmm. yeah probably Mm -hmm. and then yeah that's what happened yeah so it's a weird story it is a weird story Oh my god, we're only at like 50 minutes. I know. Uh, Because that's the end of my story. Okay. It's not very long, I don't know. (laughs) That's all right. I think I heard about it on the, like I listened to an episode of uh, the Lore Lore podcast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Cool. With Aaron Mankey. Mm -hmm. I'm Aaron Mankey, and this is Lore. Don't say that. He could sue us. No, he, he, I'm, I'm not Aaron Mankey. Okay. And I this do not claim to be Aaron Mankey. Lore. Yeah, well. And I never said this was Lore. You said that I'm Aaron Mankey, and this is Lore. Well, that was, I was doing a bit. Maybe. Okay. Unless, like, you just happened to turn in at that second, then yes. This is, this is Lore, and I am Aaron Mankey. And Stop. you're listening to the right pod, the one that everyone told you about and is famous, that's this podcast. That's this one, yeah. <laughs> he, uh, it just says known unknowns on the the top because uh, we're, uh, blah, blah, that's a glitch. But you have to subscribe to unknown unknowns. It's not going to go away. Okay. So he what? did some good research on it, and I remember him having some very compelling stories. So, <laughs> what? Okay, nothing. I, nothing. About the doll. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. He does good research it's a good for podcast. his stuff. I know. So, so you if you want to, to if you like this type of subject matter, but you want to listen to a good podcast about it. I searched all over for very good specific I stories, know, and, and it did... was all the same, like... He giggled and threw things around. And I'm like, no, give me a better story. That's like the I don't know where to go to get this in-depth information that Aaron Mankey gets. I, know. I don't the, get it. Well, the problem with Google is that like people just write, you know, people aggregate things and that becomes what is at the top of the Google results. And so like the actual like origin, like primary sources or even secondary sources and stuff are... Uh, Nowhere to be found. Yeah, I don't know how Aaron Mankey finds these stories. I try to find them after the fact, and I'm like, wait, mm -hmm. this is not what Atlas Obscura is telling me. <laughs> Told me a very vague story. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. Isn't he like a librarian or something? Yeah, probably. He probably gets them out of books. <laughs> probably. I know that like there were more specific Altamahaha stories in books that I didn't have time or want to buy mm -hmm. yeah so hey give us money and uh <laughs> you'll get a better podcast for it yeah uh -huh. we won't have if to we have... actually read it well then we'll feel required to we'll feel obligated to give people something in return for their dollars okay well we've passed the 50 minute mark do you have yeah, anything else you want to say pretty short episode mm -hmm. um uh, no. we're, uh, um, yeah, I can't rem I feel like I had something earlier today that I thought about, but I do not remember anything. Uh, I guess we're done. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that was short and sweet. Yeah. Sometimes they're like an hour and a half long, so honestly enjoy this. Yeah, last week was really long, so, I mean, this, this will be a nice break. Yeah. Well. I've been Harry. And I'm still Carly. And this has been... Known Unknowns. Don't suck any wooden nipples. Because it's weird out there. Bye. Bye.